Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. You can turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 3 this morning. Luke chapter 3. And a message entitled, Paving the Way. And John would say in verse 4, As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah, the prophet saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, every mountain and hill be brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight and the rough ways smooth and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. What is he describing? He's describing what would happen if a king was going to enter a region. As this planned trip would come, They would go out and they'd make a king's highway. They would take the valleys and fill them in with dirt. And they would take the mountains and knock them down and push them into the valleys. And they'd make a smooth path. You know, we we do this today, don't we? I mean, you drive on the freeway, you notice the engineers go out, the laborers go out, everybody goes out, work crews, and they plow, and they make, you know, the curves so that when you go at at 80 miles an hour around the corner, you don't fly off the freeway. Because if it was just flat, you just go you know, but they make it curved so that you can kind of hug the road as you go around. And, and they're just engineered perfectly. And you'll notice as you're going down the freeway that there's hills on either side of you that are cut. In fact, we notice this when we come down Freeze Out Hill. You notice that? That it's a, they call it the cut. Have you ever said that to somebody? Oh, I'm losing you. I'm going through the cut. Because your phone service goes out. Because they cut the mountain. <laughs> And they pushed it down into the valley and they smoothed it out so that you can have this nice, smooth ride. Instead of going down the switchback of old freeze out, you can just go down the smooth ride down new freeze out. Just nice and smooth. It used to be a really steep hill and a really high mountain. And now it's cut out and smoothed out and planed out. And that's exactly what they would do. If somebody was visiting, they would make a highway for the king. They would smooth out the road. Every pothole would be filled, and the king would be able to ride in on his chariot, not hitting any bumps, just like my driveway. And it was just, it was just nice. He didn't have to spill his tea or whatever. And they would whitewash all the buildings and clean everything up and make sure that everything was beautiful. And in the same way, John was coming to do that, to say, repent, prepare your hearts. Make a highway. Put away your sin. And make a highway for salvation to come into your heart. And that's what John's job was, was to prepare the people so that salvation could come to them. Of course, he's quoting Isaiah 40, verse 33 through 5. And and interestingly enough, if you read through Isaiah 40, verse 3 through 5, and and then read the rest of the chapter, you'll notice that this same Lord that he's, he's making a highway for is none other than Yahweh, Jehovah himself making a highway for the God of the universe, the one who stretched out the heavens and put the stars in their place, who formed you. All these things that speaks of about God, who, who John the Baptist is preparing the way for, and of course, that's Jesus. Jesus is the creator. 
as we see in John chapter 1. John's job was to make a highway for the salvation of God to enter everyone's hearts, to heal, to bring healing, to, to, to repair, to fix people, to, to have the right heart so that they could be saved. And that comes through repentance. You know, it's no different in our day. You know, I know that it's real popular to say, well, God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. And if you just accept Jesus, all your problems will be solved. But it's not quite like that, is it? No, really, you have to tell people the bad news before they can receive the good news. You're a sinner. You're on your way to destruction. God's winnowing fork is in his hands, and he's going to separate the wheat from the chaff and then burn it with unquenchable fire. That's what, remember Turner Burn? That's what we need to tell people sometimes. To let them know that you need to repent of your sin. You need to turn to God. Allow him to heal. Allow him to save. That's true. We can't clean ourselves to come, up to, God, to come before God. But we do have to drop one thing to take up the other, don't we? We have to turn away from our sin. And say, I don't want my wrecked life that I've ruined and wrecked. I want your abundant life. And we exchange, don't we? We exchange our life for his life. We exchange what we've been doing for what he wants us to do. We exchange our control over our lives for his lordship over our lives. And, and that's a good trade, guys. Believe me. But sin keeps us from him. And if we want our sin, remember John said in John chapter 3, Jesus said actually that men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil so they wouldn't come to the light. That's where the repentance comes in. It's like, okay, I'm going to turn away from darkness. I'm going to turn towards the light. This repentance, this choice, it's a choice to turn from sin is what allows God to be able to come in to our hearts. Verse 7, it says, Then he said to the multitudes who came out to be baptized by him, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Therefore, bear fruits worthy of repentance and do not begin to say to yourself, we have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children from Abraham from these stones. Children to Abraham from these stones. You know, this kind of gives us a clue maybe as to where, and this is speculation, but it gives, maybe gives us a clue as to where he was baptizing. Remember when the children of Israel walked across the Jordan River on the dry ground and, and God instructed them in Joshua chapter four to while you're going through the river, have one person from each tribe pick up a big stone from the bed of the river and then place it on the other side where you camp on the other side of the Jordan River. And so they took 12 stones and they piled them up. And he says, these things will be a witness. And when your children will say, what are these stones for? And you can tell them, this is where God had us cross over the Jordan River. Is he talking about those same stones? God is able to raise up children from these stones. Maybe this is where he was baptizing people, right there by Jericho. Raise up children from Abraham. Don't say Abraham's your father. Don't say that's what saves you, is what he's saying there. Verse 9, and even now the axe is laid at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Reads much like Romans chapter 11, doesn't it? John apparently forgot to read how to win friends and influence people. Repent. Turn or burn, you know, is what he's, his message is. And, and it's a serious message. And I think, that, I think that most times, you know, and I'm not dogging on how to win friends and influence people. I used to dog on it. And then I read it, and I was like, you know, this guy was a Christian. 
And he actually is taking most of the stuff he's saying, this is the way Jesus was, you know, act like that. And I thought it was a good book, you know, to, to be a Christian example to people and to love people and, and to be genuine, those types of things. And I think that that's true. You know, I think it was St. Francis of Assisi who said, preach the gospel to every creature and if necessary, use words. Well, I think it is necessary to use words. However, you kind of understand what he's saying. Be an example. Don't just preach at people, but show them the gospel. Show them the love of Christ through your actions. And this is really how we should be as Christians. Making a difference in people's lives. Helping people out. Being a minister to them. Jude encapsulates it in one great, in two great verses. In Jude, verse 22 and 23, it's only one chapter. Jude says, and on some have compassion, making a distinction or making a difference. This, this idea is to, to, you know, win friends and influence people, to love them, to have compassion on them, to talk to them about Jesus. But others, verse 23, save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. <laughs> you're going to die and you're going to go to hell. You know, that's, that's exactly what he's saying there. Some people you have to, you know, just get in their face. And so, there's a time and a place for both. You know, I think the average and the normal is to just be a good example and a witness to people and tell people you need Jesus in your life. You know, he can heal that hurt. He can, he can change your life from where it is. You can get rid of that emptiness. It's your sin that's keeping you from God and just turn from your sin and God will love you. He'll, he'll accept you. Other times you need to tell people Jesus is coming back and you're going to go to hell if you don't turn around. You know, and, and that's just the difference. And I think that sometimes we need to hear both. Sometimes I think we need that type of preaching. At that time, the Messiah was there. It was time to repent. It was time. The kingdom of God was at hand. Jesus was on the scene and people needed to turn. And, and I think that it's not much different nowadays. As we see the day approaching, we need to think, man, it is time to be serious about our faith in Jesus Christ, to put away our sin. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 7, he tells us it was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who he called a brood of vipers. It says the, the religious leaders came out to him. And that's who he said, you brood of vipers, who warned you of the wrath to come? You know, yeah, sure, let's let everybody else come out, but it's the Pharisees. It was the religious leaders that he actually said these words to. Now, as somebody who's a pastor, I have to take close attention to that. What is he, why is he calling them that? Well, you have to understand that the Pharisees and the Sadducees both were elites, and they really saw themselves as elites. You had the religious elites, we're better than everybody else because we do all the things that the law requires. And then you had the Sadducees who were the wealthy elites. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.